Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. We will schedule that later. Thank you for so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. This is your host, Yaya Diamond, and you're listening to us on WKDW 97.5 FM, uh, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as um, in all of the Caribbean. That's right, all the Caribbean. Caribbean uh, community network uh, radio stations. Thank you so much for tuning in from the Caribbean, also from West Coast, uh, uh, on the East Coast and the West Coast, <laughs> the East Coast of Florida, from West Palm Beach down all the way to all the islands. Bahamas, welcome to the show. Nassau, Bahamas, welcome. All, um, oh my gosh, Jamaica, Haiti, thank you so much. Dominican Republic, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It's it's an honor and a pleasure, and it's definitely gone beyond what I could ever imagine it to be, as well as also Bomba B Radio in New York City. Yes, and Dream Chasers Radio, WYDCRadio.com is almost ready to go live. We have some shows that you will absolutely love, and it'll be going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening and watching here on Facebook. Like our Facebook page, please do at Dream Chasers Radio. That's Facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio. We're going to go ahead and get into our interview today because I am I am loving the this guest that I have on the show today. This guest is truly amazing, and um, she's a Louisiana local. So let's go ahead and get Miss Scott on the line. Welcome to the show, Miss Scott. Hello, it is a pleasure, Yaya. Thank you, and everyone listening. Oh, the, the pleasure is mine. The pleasure is all mine, believe me. So, Miss Scott, tell us what you do. Well, right now I am I'm doing LPC. I'm a um, counselor intern, and mm-hmm. I will be working with juveniles in about two weeks that are um, – getting ready to be rehabilitated. I really love working with people and helping because I have a story. I have a testimony. Um, I grew up with humble, very humble beginnings. And um, I also write books. I'm a writer. I have three books out this year. And I have two degrees from Texas Southern University, which is the HBCU in Houston, Texas. And I love to cook. I like to eat. <laughs> so you gonna get along. With you me. would love. <laughs> oh my god! So let me let me ask you a question. Hold on a second. As, as my phone doesn't want to go off at the wrong time. There it is. Give me a second. Okay. All right. <laughs> go figure. Phone goes <laughs> off at the wrong. Time. All right. So. Let me ask you a question. Your book. You said you write books. Let's get. Let's get. Let's let. Well, let's go back to degrees. Degrees. What do you mean? You have three. Two. You have two degrees. Yes, and I'm working on my third degree, which is my LPC, and I'll be graduating in December. But I don't want to just say that I have three degrees right now. But I do have about fifty-five credits, and you only need 
uh, no, I needed 55 credits, and I think I have, like, 45 right now. So I only have about two, three classes left, and then I will be graduating in December with my LPC counseling. And mm-hmm. uh, my first degree was in journal, I uh, was in, let me get that right, radio, television, and film communication, the electronic media side, and I completely switched everything over to counseling because I love the helping profession. Mm, mm, mm. Now, okay, so you got that, and in two weeks you're going to be starting the new career, your new job. Tell us why you like that so much and, and what got you started in that. Wow, that's a great question, and I don't know if I really want to answer it, but I'm going to answer it for you, Yaya. I actually, um, (laughs) in 2009, I had some dilemmas with mental health illness, and in my plight, I went through these different doctors and different people, and I found that the people in the helping profession they're just so sincere and they want to help you. And when you're dealing with a mental illness, it's not easy. And those people have to, they have to deal with a lot. And I felt like, you know what, I have a story. I can do this. I can actually help these people with my testimony too because, you know, I grew up, uh, I was molested. Um, all kinds of things happened and to me. And, uh you know, and I don't, I don't internalize it. I, I write. Writing is what helps me because you know you have to find an outlet, and um, all kinds of things happen. But I have been um, a testimony because I didn't let that stop me. Like I, like I said, I almost have three degrees. I became educated and become an educator. I want to help other people because I'm telling you, people are out there and they're struggling with this depression. They're struggling with mm-hmm. schizophrenia, and, and they don't even know. They're like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I so depressed? What is it? And I'm telling you, whatever treatment plan you get, medication mm-hmm. helps with that, but also counseling and talking to people and just talking about your problem and and really just opening up and seeing what is your trigger and what is causing it, what is the main cause of your problem, you know? what you're going through. Wow, wow. So did books help you kind of um, forget about your issues, forget about your problems, or or did it help you to rehabilitate yourself? All of that, all of that, because um, once you get caught up into this, these characters that you're, you're creating and turning, making magic happen on blank pages, you know, mm-hmm. all of that, it comes with the, and then rehabilitating myself, yes, because, you know, I wanted to read and I wanted to know why I was feeling the way I was feeling and thinking the things that I was thinking. And it stems a lot from, you know, my mother died when I was seven. I didn't grow up with my mother, and she died a very tragic death. She oh. was only 44 when she passed. And it was re- alcohol-related, so that's in my family, you know, and I don't drink anymore. I I made a, a commitment to myself not to even drink, you know. So you got to kind of grab your substance abuse issues and how you're trying to medicate yourself and really get down to the point of what is it. And that's a CBT 
cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm. And that's my theoretical mm. orientation. Wow, wow. So tell me about your book. No, don't tell me about your book. Don't don't do that. Hold on a second. Give me a second here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the billion dollar earning yeah, Durst yeah, family is haunted by an old secret. In the book, The Same Blood, Genevieve, a slave owner's daughter, flees New Orleans with a slave, her forbidden love, to Free State, Colorado in 1838. A relentless bounty calls for blood. Not until 2014, the truth transpires. The year of the awakening for Dr. Claude Durst. But for his daughter Claudia, she will suffer the sins of her father. The Same Blood by Rhonda Scott Pradden, by Rhonda Scott Pradhan, is a riveting fantasy, guaranteed to drive you to the outskirts of thrill and drop you off at the edge of supernatural, at a library or bookstore near you, or shop online, iTunes, Amazon, Kobo. I love yes. this story. <laughs> yes, I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. So these are the books that I actually do audio books when I'm in my car and, and I'm I'm just like driving long distance. This is what I you know, I listen to these audiobooks. Tell me about this book. Okay, now this book, The Same Blood Reunion on Cursed Ground, it is a fantasy and it's mixed. Like when I write fantasy, I love to mix romance. I love to mix thriller. I love to mix supernatural, everything, you know, comes with it. It's kind of like American mm-hmm. Gods, the, sh- the show and everything, but mm-hmm. not on that level at all. It's just very uh, related to one family, and they have a secret in the family, and the secret is revealed, um, you know, during the plot, and that's when everything goes crazy. But it's like sometimes we don't choose who to love, Love chooses us, and a young man in love makes the mistake of leaving his girlfriend for the sister, setting off a chain of events that involves many generations, leading to destruction, manipulation, deadly secrets, lies, and deceit. Mm. Wow. Wow. You know, this to me, when when people write books, when we, when you write a book or when a person writes a book, they get so involved with the characters of that book. I mean, you have to really delve in. You have to dive in. You have to engulf yourself in the characters. What did you do to bring those characters out, to, to make them uh, people in their own right? Oh, my. I went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, for me, um. I don't know what it is, but sometimes when I start writing, and especially with the same blood, like the the turmoil within the families, it's like it's so relatable to everyone's family because everyone is not going to look. It's not going to be peaches and cream. Somebody might do some underhanded stuff to you and be like, oh, I can't believe they did this to me. And then reality sets in, and what do you want to do? You kind of want to get revenge or you want to, I mean, whatever it is, you want to do something, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, it becomes so much, um, it's like so much drive and passion, like you said, that I get caught up in these stories and they become my, my babies. Mm. Mm. Now, how long did it take but you to it, write? 
Uh, it took. I started conceptualizing this story a long time ago, actually, in um, in 2009, you know, 2008, 2009 era, and then I put it aside because I started believing, and I don't even want to say this, <laughs> but I started believing that some of the things that were happening that I was creating was happening in my real life situation. So I was being relating. I was relating too much. And sometimes you go to that dark place, like I hear artists and musicians talk about it all the time, that once you open up that dark place, it's no returning. It's a no returning. You have to know how to deal with it. And I'm not saying my work is so great, you know, because I don't even know if what I've betrayed in the book has come out the way I have visualized and and interpreted myself because, like you said, I, I mean, we're so passionate, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just want to be able to, to you know, let the same blood have its own arena, you know, and then once I calm down and everything and once everything is over, I kind of come back to myself, you know, but once I'm writing those books, I spend hours and hours and hours you know, days, days, hours doing nothing but drinking my little ginseng tea and writing, writing. And I took an African American history class this uh, last December, 2017. And it, you know, a lot of people get it mistaken because African American history is also Africa, but the African American history in the United States is what I was taught. And that's the most that that type of slavery has never existed anywhere else. How they uh, play with our mind, our mental psyche. You know what I'm saying? And they did all these black codes and and everything. And they took it to a level that we are still somewhat enslaved. Hmm. Wow! But that's another now- story. But <laughs> no, tell me about it. Now, let me ask you this one question, and I know this this question could maybe be the same answer, but I want to risk it. You know, when when you were writing this book and you were going through this whole thing, what was the one surprise that you had that you did not expect to have during the writing process? It was um, really feeling like, because at first, when I first started writing this project, I was like, well, we don't have the same blood. Everybody, even though we may be related and everything, everybody Mm -hmm. doesn't have the same blood. And then when I started writing this book, I started realizing the universal effect of love. And we Mm. all have, we all are human, and we all have the same blood. And the sooner we realize that, the better, because you can always judge someone, but really look at the plight of that person, what that person has been through, because you can't really just judge someone and get away with it, you know? Like, you can believe it in your heart, but really, what what's real? What's reality? And reality is we all have the same blood. So yeah. people just have different ways of going about things, you know? And, right. And I, I just I just did like a little sign language on my page, you know. I put my skin up like it's not really the skin color; it's actually the blood that runs through your veins. And uh, and people who do your DNA testing, you know what I'm talking about. Now, okay, so 
you you done your book, you got your book ready, you published your book, you're getting ready to start a new chapter in your life with your your um with your new job in two weeks. You you got your degrees, you're you're going for your third. My goodness, how did you fit all this in? Because most people say, Oh, I don't have the time to do that. But I mean truly you have the same twenty four hours that anyone has. What did you do to make this happen? <laughs> My husband, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys the truth. My husband, if he didn't, because a lot of you guys have so many dreams. Yes. Yes. (laughs) A lot of people have dreams and and ambitions, and they have it burning in their soul. They're, They're like, oh, if I could just find the time or if I could just find the money, because dreams are not inexpensive. And my husband helped me find the time. By giving me the opportunity to uh, go to school, follow my dream, and not necessarily have to work at the same time. So that's the big secret for me. But I make time because, you know, I I make time for whatever I want and everything, but he has definitely helped out a lot tremendously with that part because instead of me clocking a 9 to 5, I'm clocking my 9 to 5 for what I want to do independently. Mm. Mm, mm, I love it. I love it. So, okay, so getting back to everything, I commend you for doing this, and I also commend your husband for helping you out because that is not that is not something that most men do, you know. Um, people who love each other help each other and support each other in their goals and their dreams, and you truly have a wonderful relationship going on, and congratulations on that. Um, what I want to say is where can people reach you? People can reach me on Facebook. It's Rhonda Scott. And I have a, uh, I'm on Goodreads, Brunder Scott Pratton. And my new book that's coming out, I mean, that's already out too, is called Grow With Your Men for Real Women. And mm-hmm. also, I'm on um, Instagram. And Instagram is Ronder underscore Scott, which is R O N D E R underscore S E O T T. Awesome. Yeah. So can you do me a favor and tag me with that on Facebook so that we can go ahead and share your pages there and make sure that people know where to get your information um, and it's written down and it's easier to do, definitely. And then everybody can just go to those pages or they can come to uh, the Facebook Dream Chasers radio page and get it from there. Okay? Yes, I'm that would be that right awesome. now, as we speak right awesome. here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. We did it. Okay. Oh, Goody. Thank you. All right. And y'all, y'all, I want to tell you, you have beautiful, beautiful teeth. Your teeth are so wonderful. <laughs> you better be beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Wow. You know, and, and, and all of the things that you've done and, and all of your gettings and all of the things that you're doing now, what would you recommend someone uh, what, what would you recommend and how would you recommend someone to get their dream done as, as proficiently as you've done with yours? I think stop listening to other people and stop telling other people what you're doing until you have your product, until you have something to show. And then also stop listening to other people because some people listen to the ones, of course, that's going to, you know, cheer you on and be like, yeah, you can do it. But sometimes the one that, you know, they're, oh, you can't do that, or that's not that's not for you. Be realistic. We right here, right mm. now. 
this ain't this ain't happening right now, you know, and it's not true because whatever you want to do, it's like your body needs it. Like, you know, if you have a deficiency and your body craves something, you might start craving ice or you might start craving something. If you have a craving in your heart and, and you know your your hands just shake, you know, when you think about it, that's something that you need to pursue because that's what's going to bring you happiness. And that's the whole thing about life. Is, is trying to be the most, the happiest you can be. And you don't have to be smiling and this and that, but happy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to very, go ahead. No, can't continue. I thought you were done. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and I was going to say, because people will, will detour you and be like, you, you're not living realistically and you're not doing this and you're not doing that. Baby, don't look at where you are now because God did not make us that way. God made us. That's why you get so many opportunities, and that's why you get to wake up in the morning because God Mm -hmm. knows where you're going to end up. God sees where you're going to be. Don't Mm. judge yourself where you are now. Just start making those plans to reach your goals, whatever small plan you can, whatever, anything you can do to make those steps. To get there, start doing it because nobody is going to do it for you. I'm telling you, nobody. That's so true. That's so true. Now, I want to ask you a question because I know that you're you're dealing with different people, different types of people, and, and you're going into this profession where you have to deal with personalities. What do you do when someone is in a relationship or a marriage and the opposite person, regardless of it's the wife or the husband, doesn't matter, or, or whatever, the significant other, um, doesn't support you, how do you get through that? I mean, most people would, do you, um, I mean, how would you psychologically get through that? What kind of, what should they do? Should they reach for help or should they internalize? Because that, that comes up a lot, doesn't it? Yes, and, and that's very, that's so real. And I think uh, a lot of the times you're not going to get the help that you want. Like 80% or 70%, you kind of have to look from within and make your resource, use those resources you have because, and then once you start doing it and people say that it will generate, see that it will generate an income, then you get, oh, people coming out the woodwork to help. You know, but when you're just that little person trying to make it, you have to, take, you know, take in all of the resources that you already have and use them to teach and learn. Educate yourself on whatever it is that you're doing. And like if you're mm-hmm. a musician, start learning how to produce. Start learning how, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go there or anything like that, but it would help if you could do it all mm-hmm. because I had to learn all these different softwares to even format my mm. books, and, and everybody would say that they're doing it, and then I get the books back, and it looks crazy. So I had to teach myself how to do things, you know. And once you get into your craft and you start learning, it doesn't hurt to learn all of the little layers that go with it, you know. Mm. And it's within you because your dream is your dream, and a lot of times right. that support just doesn't is just not going to be there. So you really have to u- utilize your resources and stop cutting the people off that do really want to help. And you have to have that hindsight or that sight to see who's really going to help you and who's not. And if they don't, mm-hmm. block them out. 
block them out and be like, honey, I'm going to show you, and you're going to wish. Just like what they say that that artist, Cardi B, they didn't, Uh a lot of people didn't believe in that girl. And I'm not saying, you know, that Cardi B is this or that. I'm just saying Cardi B is the example of people not really believing in her and and look at where she is now, and she's still going through it. You know, people are hating on her left and right, but look, she mm-hmm. has people now, you know, and you got to get to those people. Right. And if you have any kind of, uh, I'd say, sadness on the issue of I can't do it or I tried and everybody's, you know, coming down on me, I have this one little thing that I do. I have, I have a little guitar. And you see that, and I'll play it for you because nobody really cares. <laughs> as much as I have cried, I can't when I was starting out. You know, I can't. I don't have the resources. I don't know the people. Someone took out a little tiny guitar, just like the one I'm showing you guys on Facebook, and they began to play it for me. And I said, what are you doing? She says, I don't have a, a violin, but I have a guitar. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I'm going to cry. She said, you know what? You cannot make excuses. Everyone begins somewhere, and everyone begins without resources. So definitely Kirby comes out of nowhere. Well, I, I believe she's been there for a while. But the whole principle is, is that she did not stop. She kept persisting. And like you, you're doing it. You're going through. Everybody has the same 24 hours. I have it. You have it. She has it. And everybody that has made it has it. It's what you do with it. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything I've left out that you would like to say today? No, Yaya. Diamond, I love you. And this was the best interview I've ever done. And, girl, you are so beautiful, and you have such a beautiful (laughs) voice, and you just make make butterflies in my heart. (laughs) I love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, I have I love doing this. This is something I love I love hearing when people are succeeding, when people are pushing forward. I always tell people if you've been on the show once, please come back and give us updates. I want to hold you accountable. I want you to hold me accountable because progress is progress, but without holding each other accountable, we could slack. I mean I mean, you know, procrastination is a big deal. You know, so um come back and tell us about Come back and tell us about your new job. I want to know about it. I really do, and how it's going and everything. And then your new book that you have, and then your new degree. You have so much going on. (laughs) Thank you. I will most definitely come back. I will definitely talk to you because it's a pleasure talking to you, and you made me so relaxed. I don't don't think I've ever been this relaxed. (laughs) Really? Yes. Come on. Yes. Well, it's fun. Definitely fun. And I and you know what? I say, girlfriend, do it. Do it. It is wonderful what you're doing. Keep going. Gosh, it's wonderful. I love it. Thank you so much. It is hard, but I'm gonna do it for me, my family, and everyone out there that has a dream that's trying to thrive and do something positive in this world. Yes. Yes, and when we get old We'll sit on our rocking chair on our front porches, and we will say, "And we did that too." <laughs> Woo! I cannot. I, I really. Yes, I cannot wait for that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Well, Grandma, did you do? And I did that too. <laughs> I don't want any regrets. <laughs> Me neither. That's the thing. No regrets. That's do right. That's, that's right. Well, thank you so much, Rhonda, for being on the show. Thank you. And I'm going to share this on my Facebook right now. Yay! Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, you guys, that was Ms. Rhonda Scott. You can reach her at goodreads.com. And I, I put up her post on my Facebook page as well as it's on the Blog Talk radio page. Please go there, copy the page, and go and look at her site. And, and you know what? Support people. I mean, she has a wonderful, wonderful thing going, and I, I absolutely love it. And uh, and I love her motivation. And definitely, Rhonda, don't stop, girlfriend. Don't stop. Am I still and on we... Huh? Okay. Oh, I'm still on the thing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Girl, you hang up. You're still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, we're going to say goodnight on the radio live here on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to continue on uh, Facebook, uh, but we're going, to, we're going to go ahead and stop here live. Thank you so much, Rhonda, again, for being on the show. And don't you guys, don't you ever forget to what? Dear to be.